0: Sometimes wild yeah. wild, yeah. wild. Yeah. wild.
1: And sometimes
0: normal. First up a bit of housekeeping. Since my last episode with Josh Alvarez, I've been busy busy. YouTube channel up and running. Check. Merch store created and loaded with goodies. Check and check. Grab a t-shirt or hoodie and show support for your favorite podcast. If you're looking for a certain product, hit me up and I'll see what I can do. All links are in the show notes. Now back to the regular intro. On this episode, I'm a guest on the Forbidden Knowledge News Podcast, hosted by Chris Matthew. Chris has a great program and puts out multiple shows weekly. We discuss the recent UFO hearings, if there was any new information, or is it another government psyop, is Elon Musk the savior of free speech, and we also sprinkle in some cryptid talk. Give Forbidden Knowledge News a follow across all the platforms and let Chris know that you heard about him on Wild and Weird. Enjoy the show. Are you looking for CBD for your pet? My friends at Pure Pet Wellness have what you need. They use the highest quality ingredients. While other companies may use synthetic oils in their CBD, Pure Pet Wellness uses organic ingredients, organically grown hemp, organic coconut oil, organic shea butter, organic beeswax, and that's just to name a few a family-owned and operated company that also offers fast shipping. Go to purepetwellness.com for all your pet's CBD needs and use the discount code WILD and WEIRD at checkout. That's WILD, A-N-D, WEIRD. Treat your animal right. Go to purepetwellness.com. Are you looking to buy a home in New Jersey, escape the city, and move to the suburbs? finally purchased a vacation home on the lake or down the shore? Maybe you're one of the lucky ones who are retiring and moving out of state. If so, let me help you. Keller Williams and the Real Estate Professional Group have what you need to make your goals come true. Reach out and have a conversation with someone who will put you first. Contact Brian McCoach at 856-321-1212 or email
1: McCoach at kw.com. Brian, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yes, thank you so much for coming on. There are so many new wonderful podcasts like yours that are really helping folks raise their awareness and understand what is being presented as reality. We're in amazing, extremely strange, at times dangerous times. I always mention a low-budget film that I had to watch at the Christian Junior High School that I attended in my small, small town. I don't know if you've ever heard me mention this, but it was a very small Christian school. I eventually went to a public high school because i couldn't take it there anymore but they had a point where they were showing us these videos and they were very low budget films i don't know who produced them very unknown actors in them and they were supposed to portray what the apocalypse would be like in the future according to christian prophecy And what they showed us was... Back then, I thought it was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. My friends all thought it was funny. But what they were showing us was pandemics. They were showing us wars. And they were showing us a fake UFO invasion perpetrated by an evil one-world government. And this this was back in, like, 95, 94, 95. And again, I look back, and it's like, oh, man, they had something to that, so what we're experiencing now is prophetic in many ways and there's many levels to everything going on and all the high strangeness that's occurring including ufo disclosure which we're going to talk a little bit about and see what other rabbit holes we can jump into before we get into anything this is your first time on tell us a little bit more about yourself and your podcast
0: Perfect. Uh, Were these the Kirk Cameron movies? That seems a little early for 95.
1: No, this wasn't even a, this was a, not even a film that was probably released on video. It was was probably specially made for certain Christian schools by like just private production companies, you know, no known actors at all. Just very cheesy stuff. Supposed to probably scare kids into loving Jesus and stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. That was, they're interesting movies, man. You should see if you can find those on YouTube or something. That'd be, be fun that's to watch intu- again.
1: I wonder if I could. I just don't remember the title. It was so long ago, I wouldn't know where to begin. But that's a good idea. I should start looking for those.
0: Yeah, crowdsource it. Yeah. Anyway, so my name is Brian. I host Wild, Weird, and Sometimes Normal. It's a weekly guest podcast about different people come on. I've had ghost authors, UFO authors, health and wellness people come on. Uh, a guy who says he can predict earthquakes, and based on his Twitter, it's not necessarily untrue. Hence the title, We're All Over the Gamut. Just released an episode with a punk band from Philadelphia. So I'd like to say, that, one, they're awesome. And two, great guest, because when you post something, you kind of hope that the your interviewee will help you out and repost or like it or retweet it, whatever it might be. And that doesn't always work out. These guys right on it, made their own post, threw things out. Hmm. So shout out to them. Awesome. But anyway, so I have people from all over the gamut try to come on, try to stay away from politics and third rail. Alex Jones going to get sued for $4 billion types of stuff. As fun as that might be, don't have that $4 billion right now. Hey, But really anybody, <laughs> yeah, anybody that I find interesting, I'll, I'll try to get them on and, and see where the conversation can go.
1: Excellent, man. And how long have you been doing the podcast so far? So it's been about five months. About five months, brand new, amazing. I love to see all these new podcasts coming out. It's it's such a great thing to see people doing their own things and uh, people becoming interested in different forms of entertainment and looking for these alternative forms of entertainment like independent podcast. How do you feel about the direction that podcasting is going as a whole? And are you concerned about the censorship aspect at all? So I try to stay
0: away from the tough topics like we talked about. You have to balance the, you know, hey, we're in America and we should both have free speech versus like I'm trying not to get canceled, trying to run a good podcast. And if we can cover 90 percent of the topics, I think that's pretty good. The state of podcast thing, I've been listening to podcasts now for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And every year I think it's oversaturated. So maybe I jumped in 10 to 15 years too late. But also it seems like there's enough of a market for everybody. A lot of people are coming up. You'll hear different sponsorships. You'll hear, you know, different ways of, you know, Patreons or I just started a merch store the other day for anybody that's interested. And, you know, there's merchandise out there. So there's ways to monetize as well as hey, if it's your full business, that's awesome. I need to talk to you and find out how to do that more. But if this is kind of a, a way to spin off your, your interest and your creative interest and get those juices flowing, I, I think there's plenty of room for people to grow and, and help others.
1: Oh, yeah, this is this is such a great industry. And I was just planning on having it be just one of those fun things that I did. And thankfully, it I was able to turn it into a full-time career, which I'm very blessed to be able to do. But I find that perseverance, just keeping at this stuff and enjoying what you're doing is is a huge key to this stuff. So keep it up, man. I love it. So let's talk about some of the strange things that are occurring right now, such as the quote-unquote disclosure movement. My audience knows how I feel about this. It's shifted over the years. UFOs, aliens used to be my one of my favorite topics to discuss until the government and mainstream media started telling me that it's okay to talk about and now that it's possibly real. That just sends up red flags for me. They never had a good track record about ever telling the truth. So why now, right? I'd love to get your thoughts, first of all, on extraterrestrials and UFOs in general. What do you think is happening with this phenomena?
0: So I've loved UFOs ever since I was a little kid. When I was 10, they were definitely coming from outer space in a faraway galaxy, and who knows how they got here. And I'm in the same boat as you. When it was counterculture and not mainstream, like aliens were definitely real, and they were coming from somewhere. But now that the government's on board, it's either, how are they going to control the narrative? How are they going to tax us? Or how are they going to use this to their benefit? So I'm very suspicious on the information that's coming out now. Mm. Do I think there are do I think there's life on other planets 100%? Do I think that life is coming to visit us now? Possibly. A lot of the UFO, one you know, I love the technology. I love that we're on Zoom right now. I can see you. We're talking to you time zones away from each other and here we are. At the same time, if you're following anything on on social media, people post videos all the time. You're like, look at this thing that this guy filmed outside. I don't know if that's real or not, man. Like the video looks pretty good. But so does Independence Day. And -hmm. that technology has gotten a lot cheaper that people are just doing it in their basement. That makes it very tough. Mm -hmm. It's going to make it very tough that if a UFO lands on the White House lawn and Joe Biden goes and talks to them, that if I'm going to believe that's real, like it needs to land on my lawn at this point. It's very hard. The narrative is being it's it's disinfo with control. But I think with some truth in there.
1: Have you ever had any of your own paranormal or UFO sightings, anything like that?
0: Yeah, so you know nothing amazing. I didn't see this saucer-shaped disc or anything, but this was probably the summer of 2016, and it was about 6 p.m. I'm on the East Coast, so 6 p.m. in the summer, it's bright out. You know, it's daylight. It doesn't get much brighter than that. Noon and 6 p.m. pretty much same type type of daylight. There was this. It wasn't a star, but there was a star-like thing that was really bright, and it was a little higher than a plane, but you could see it, and it just sat there for an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes. And maybe drifted a few feet and didn't move at all. So my brother lives about eleven miles away, and I called him up and I'm trying to, you know, terribly geolocate with him where it is, and he's able to find it too. And you know, we both kind of watched it and, and saw it, so it wasn't just me being crazy. And uh, there's a local like moopon type of thing in, in New Jersey over here, and they reported it as a an unidentified, you know, UFO, UAP, whatever it might be. It didn't give me this download or or insight or anything, but it was also really interesting. I've never seen anything like that. Mm. And then I've had a little bit of a ghost experience where my aunt's house. When we were growing up, you could hear the ghost walk down the stairs, and you know everybody would be in the dining room or whatever having breakfast, and you would hear somebody on the stairs get to the bottom, and then that person just never came in. And that was mm. that was pretty often. Like whenever we would sleep over there, you would hear that regularly. But again, when, no like Poltergeist, no Ghostbuster. I didn't see Slimer, and, like none of that good stuff.
1: <laughs> right on, right on. Now with with the UFO disclosure movement, and you mentioned the counterculture movement earlier. What's been happening lately, interestingly enough, is those that we would consider conspiracy theorists used to say that the government is lying to us about. The existence of aliens and UFOs now it's the belief that they are creating the UFOs and this is all a psychological operation to bring about a fake alien invasion or some other type of global fakery agenda now this is something that I consider as well. But as far as what we would consider extraterrestrials or even non-human entities, there's really no, there's never been any proof until now, until these hearings and our own media and government saying that these bodies and things and craft exist. Until then, there has been no physical proof. We've had plenty of abduction experiences where People can provide their personal accounts of what happened, but very little physical evidence. And even now, how long is it going to take for even the public to witness any of that physical evidence? That all being said, with the counterculture movement being the way it is... There's a lot of doubt to whether anything that is being said in the mainstream is even correct about UFOs. And some believe that we indeed are creating a lot of this stuff ourselves, and it is a psychological operation. What do you think about the possibility of that? Right. So with this hearing, they released that New York
0: Times article in 2017, and they admit it with the Tic Tac video, and they, they had all this. I was like, wow, like, disclosure is finally here. And like normal people, just didn't seem to care. It was like the paper of record, and nobody yeah. cared. And and now with these hearings, there's still no evidence. It's it's a friend told me. You know, it's like the my friend's boyfriend's girlfriend saw Ferris Bueller pass out. Like, mm-hmm. but nobody saw this happen. Like, uh, so Faber saw it off the Nimitz. So okay, that's an eyewitness. That's one we can talk about what he saw. But Grush is is talking about well, somebody told me that they saw it, and he's up there testifying to Congress. Now is he testifying to what he was told? I I believe that. I want my cake and eat it too. Like, he's just too polished up there to talk. And It's like, "Well, you seem like you're going to run for presidential office at some time and you could be a disinfo agent for how well you speak." And then the third guy, I forget his name, but he didn't see anything himself either. So I find this difficult. Mm-hmm. If they could do a Project Bluebeam, if they could do any amount of control I think they're interested in. Now, are these drones? I think some of them are drones definitely. And I think some of them are definitely technologically human technology. But you would also think that if it was government technology that you would test drive some of this stuff in war zones. Mm. Like during the Iraqi war, you think you would see some of this stuff or like in what's happening in Syria or Ukraine. Like if you have something, why don't you take it out there uh, you know, take a couple of laps on it and see what it can do in the real world.
1: Yeah. Well the other possibilities, even some that I've discussed recently with with guests yesterday, is What we're experiencing is more of a metaphysical or even what you would consider paranormal type experience, something that we're interacting with that is of a non-human intelligence, but not necessarily coming from different planets, possibly different dimensions. Different spectrums or densities, depending on what our awareness is, that we may be able to interact with some of these non human intelligences, and some of them may be some sort of trickster or deceptive type of intelligences that are attempting to lead humanity in a certain direction. There's some that believe that at the highest levels of our military industrial complex and some of these black projects that the information that has been provided is from a spiritual entity. The information comes from channeled information from non-human entities, but not necessarily what we would consider traditional extraterrestrials.
0: I think all that stuff is fascinating. I think, you know, there's, there's more unknown than the mind- can know some famous saying I just butchered, but we focus so much on like the physical. There's things in dimensions that are going to zoom in and out. I think they do, like there's a lot of, you know, the Simpsons they talk about predictive programming, but more of just like Hollywood puts it into our consciousness, like the Spider-Verse. Ever since they started doing multiple dimensions like that, and now all the movies are doing, and all the Marvel ones are doing that. I think that's a good way to get people that either aren't following this or just can't imagine things like that. It puts that in their mind that these things are possible. Then when they start talking about the UFOs being interdimensional, it's like, oh, yeah, I saw that on the Spider-Verse. That makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Are they channeling? Hey, if something reached out to us and we couldn't see them and they were like, oh, oh, great, great ones, please tell us something. And somebody in our government got a hold of it. There's no way they wouldn't exploit that by being like, oh, we're all powerful. And and we're your whoever you're worshiping and, and do this for us and send us However, type of energy or control or money that that you could extract from it. Some of this, I think, is definitely resources, either human entities or or non-human, of trying to do that. That that we're just a zoo and these things are popping up and occasionally picking one of us up, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
1: You mentioned the lulled reaction from the masses about UFOs, even back in 2017 with the New York Times article, and then now with the congressional hearings – where folks are actually saying, yes, that non-human biologics exist, that they had alien bodies and crash retrievals and all this fantastic information, and people are just sitting back like, meh, it doesn't seem to be causing any type of reaction. And I don't know if they were desiring some more different type of reaction from people to, to probably perpetuate what is going to be the next agenda the next coming thing the possible fake alien invasion i don't know but i find it interesting the way people are reacting and i wonder if it's because of everything that happened 2020 and beyond that people's trust of the government and media has just gone so far off that most people aren't believing what they're hearing and seeing coming from these entities anymore and that goes back to are there more people that are aware of this than we are led to believe are there more people waking up than we can imagine that are aware of some of the deception so
0: i think that's interesting you know we're talking about the percentage of people that believe in ufos and i think the 2016 election really proved to people one you know the media has its spin. That's fine, but there were pollsters coming out and asking, "Like, who are you voting for?" <laughs> and there were people who were actively saying they were an ode- they were not voting for one guy. They just wouldn't answer. So then all the media is, you know, talking about the other side. of This party is going to win in a landslide. But just because they were lying to the poll or or not participating, yeah, like, yeah. choose like, not to participate. I feel that's a little bit with UFOs. Everyone recognizes their data is being collected. If you're answering yes to a poll, if you're putting anything, all that stuff's being filed away. Somewhere is it being actively used now? No, but it's in a file somewhere and it's going to be easier. The, the better the computer technology gets computing power and everything like this. You know, if we go to a China social credit score, you know, all of your answers that you're going to have to this is going to build a profile and it's going to give you certain accesses. So it, to more people, I think it was like 54% or something like yeah. believed in UFOs or something. It has to be higher than that.
1: It's or so interesting it's, because I've been getting letters and emails and phone calls From friends that I grew up with that aren't necessarily interested in any of this stuff, called me crazy, probably thought I was insane when I started doing the podcast and talking about some of the things I have, but now are calling me or texting me, sending me letters or emails like, hey, man, you were right about aliens, (laughs) and now I'm thinking... Well, wait, do I have to go back and tell them maybe I wasn't right about aliens? Maybe this is a, how am I going to explain that this is a psychological operation to these folks? I'm just going to let it slide and be like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah.
0: So also with this, you know, they're, they're pushing. I feel like Rush was saying, he's like, well, we don't know if they're not from Earth. They could be from another dimension. It's really interesting that he brought up some of the ships were were old, were ancient. You know, I really wish that a lot of these congressmen or senators or wherever it is that they would crowdsource more of their their questions. The one woman Luna she put on Twitter like, "Hey, give me your questions. I'll pick one of these." But if you ever watch any congressional hearing, there's people on Twitter who are just ripping it apart, like, "Ask yes, this, 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 this," and they'll pop it down to get right to the meat of it.
1: Hmm.
0: Why didn't anybody ask about Antarctica? Like, what's happening up there? Did you recover one of these in Antarctica? Is there flash frozen? Where's this million old? Where's this ten thousand year old crash thing that nobody ever saw before? Were you digging deep? Then how did it get so deep under there? You know, I, I think there's just a lot of a lot of questions, and I I think it raised a lot more. I think it was good that it was read into the public record. I think mm. number one, fine. Is all that true? No. Are there UFOs, UAPs? I think that answer is yes. They're just really trying to control this as much as possible.
1: I think it's it is so interesting. Something that is going to have to be paid very close attention to. And I think what will develop is going to be in the direction that these are indeed a threat, right? I get torn on this because, yes,
0: they have to be a threat. They can always say they're a threat. They, they are. I mean, they're outmaneuvering in the mm. sky. But does the U.S. Go- does any government ever want to say, like, I think they have a hard time saying, I don't know, or we can't control this? Because that would give more the panic, I think, that they talk about. But actually, it just showed that nobody cares. They told you there's aliens and nobody gave a shit. They went right back to Twitter and Facebook and everything else.
1: What do you think about the possibility that there are very elite, high level groups that know not only just a little bit more about what's going on, but are interacting with non-human intelligences that are controlling the narrative that may be working with what we would consider extraterrestrials already here on Earth? parts of our military-industrial complex, three-letter agencies, elite groups that have contact with these. What do you think about those possibilities?
0: I think that is very likely. I think you know you look at some of the things that Tesla was working on, and he was saying he was talking to entities on Mars that were giving him ideas. There have been, was it Gary Webb who hacked into the NASA Mm. website and, and came back with the secret space program? I definitely think there's an extra space program. You know, you never saw the. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on on the one that goes in the sky. The the so the SSI.
1: The oh god, the ISS. <laughs> yeah, the I almost ISS, forgot I too. Had it backwards
0: <laughs> Yeah, the ISS. Like, where was that built? How how'd that ever get up there? You brought that up piece by piece and put it like, okay, like they never showed that. The moon. Do we go there? I don't know. But if we did, we didn't get there on the first try. So like, they hide things like that. Why wouldn't they hide that they're in in contact with? extraterrestrials that they're working with them Mm. i think that would give people more unease than that there's actually aliens in the sky
1: have you questioned the narrative of traditional space models and what's beyond our atmosphere what we've been told by nasa to me nasa's obviously lying and presenting false information and pictures and videos for what reason i don't know i'm not a flat earther although I am not a traditional space guy either. Simulation? Possible. But what do you think? Do you think that there is something that we are not being told or something completely different about the nature of our reality, especially when it comes to beyond our atmosphere?
0: 100%. I don't trust the mainstream media as a whole. I prefer independent journalists to find things and then cross-reference with that. But the other day on Apple News, it popped up in the Indian Ocean, there was a gravity anomaly in the ocean. And they were saying it was about volcanoes somehow changing the gravity. They talked about the Earth isn't this perfect sphere. So it's not the blue marble you see. And it's more like a lumpy potato. Hmm. Okay. I've heard Neil deGrasse Tyson talk on Rogan talking about actually at the equator, the Earth is more swollen, so it's more pear-shaped. Okay, that's fine too. Where are those photos? Why do we have the blue marble? when someone scientists are telling me it's either a lumpy potato or that it's a pear why do we get the blue marble which is not true then so i find that interesting for somebody who's not a flat earther i've li- i have listened to more than my fair share of flat earth podcast <laughs> yes yeah, I, I think the idea i think hey i think thinking is interesting mm. so i think that these people who are doing this and you can only see you know, whatever the curvature of the earth is. And they're pointing out from Michigan to Chicago and they're pointing out on like the, the flat salt lakes and you can see all this stuff. Well, where's the answer for that? But does exactly. that mean the earth is flat? No, but where's the answer for that? Because it also doesn't prove your globe. Now, is that proven assimilation? Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe they still want to come out and be like, oh shit, man, we told you that the earth's a globe, but really it's a computer program and you guys are just stuck in it. You know, I don't know about that. So I find NASA, they don't do a lot for taking a ton of money. We mm-hmm. went to the moon and then we lost the data. Like I had like T9 calculator technology and now everybody has a hundred times more than that in their pocket. And like, oh, sorry, we just can't do it. Well, use ChatGPT and have it figured out for you and send us up there tomorrow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right.
0: I I don't believe any of it.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't believe any of it. I think that there's something definitely much more interesting and amazing about our reality than we would ever know. I think it's highly manipulatable, In a metaphysical type way, I think we have connections to things that we can change with the power of our thought, with frequencies, and that deception of that we are on this traditional spinning ball, thousands of miles hurling through space, is to perpetuate that we are insignificant in some way, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's to provide this like hopelessness that people kind of cling to and they just do their nine to five and then they mm. go to the bar on Friday night and then Sunday they're dreading work for Monday. And I think if you told people, you know, they're like, oh, if we told people there's aliens, society would collapse and banking would collapse and all of this. But I don't think it's for why they think so. I think if you explain to people that you're more capable and powerful than than you know, or there's possibilities you could channel or communicate or or somehow communicate with other beings that are real and you know it doesn't involve this whole shamanic procession and you can do this i think more people would check out a society that way and then go enjoy the real world as opposed to they're so afraid they're under their covers and they're not going to go to the store and and gas is going to you know collapse or whatever it is
1: now you mentioned that chad gpt i don't know if you're if you've Heard of or been looking at some of the conspiracies and concerns surrounding AI, chat GPT, AI art, and how rapid this technology is developing and being implemented. They're trying to replace Hollywood actors with AI, Hollywood scripts with AI. That's the reason for the the strikes in Hollywood. And it's very interesting that people, that's another thing that people aren't showing much concern about at all. That's just like, let it happen because Hollywood has fallen apart so much in the past three to five or more years that... People are wanting genuine entertainment. They're realizing that Hollywood's no longer become about entertainment or making money. It's about propaganda mostly. So people want real entertainment, and that's why they're turning to more independent filmmakers, podcasts, things of that nature. So it's very interesting what's occurring. But at the same time, they're rolling out this AI technology and some believe, I think this is a very interesting theory, that what we're seeing with ChatGPT is going to be implemented to our search engines to only provide sanitized information approved for human consumption, meaning no more your own research.
0: I think we're halfway there without ChatGPT. <laughs> right. I mean, you saw, you know, they had the, the Twitter files that came out, uh, Matt Talibi and those other guys. Like so much information was censored. And then Google was taking things off. And it used to be you could go to DuckDuckGo and DarkWet, wherever it might be. And you could find some better information. But there are legitimate videos, historical videos, about some of those third rail topics that you can go watch. You could have watched. I don't know. Maybe somebody saved them. And there's just some interesting things in there that you should ask. What's that guy in the cowboy hat doing? I don't know. But they're gone now. And you can't say anything about that anymore. Hmm. Uh, you know, maybe he was just meandering about right place, right time. You know, I don't know. Uh chat GPT for the sanitizing. I, I think people would be happy about that. Wait, normal, you know, I'm talking about the the non-involved people. They don't even know. They have no idea. And I saw an article at the Chat GPT that they instructed to write one of those like BS Hallmark movies or whatever. And it came to like 90% close. It was like, oh, a woman breaks up a boyfriend, big city, moves back. And it wrote, they said a pretty acceptable script that you could go make and that'd be like the netflix the amazon prime type ones they could go make now is it at the blockbuster stage yet no but what's that a year two years away once this stuff's open the creators they don't care they're not thinking further down the line and then you're gonna beg the government to rein it in they they pulled zuckerberg in for you know hearings and they're like "Uh, how do i change my password who put you in charge man like that's not the question you're supposed to be asking it's about mm. gathering data. Are you overreaching? And you're like, oh, I'm locked out. I can't message my granddaughter. Look at the cute puppy video. But that's these old people have to go, man. That's what really. I'm sorry that these not in general all of them. These yeah. old ones in Congress and and in the government. Yeah. You know, if you if you're not helping the situation, you're just being a problem.
1: Are you actively concerned, or inactively? Are you concerned at all about the possibility of sentient AI or Some sort of inhabitants or golem situation with malevolent spirits and technology, things of that nature.
0: Yeah, I I think if there's things out there, they could inhabit. I mean, you see some people that are doing insane things, bending in ways you should be able to bend and things like that. Could these spirits take over technology? Yes, that can happen. Separately, I also think that people aren't going to be able to fully understand the technology, are going to put it in charge or put it in charge of a small thing and the technology is going to outwit the creators and you're going to see, you know, not necessarily Skynet, but something of like, Oh, I will just take over all of the military defense systems. You know, I will just take over all of the internet and it's easier for me to do and just lock people out. I just don't think they're people are thinking three, four five steps down the road.
1: What do you think about Elon Musk and what's, what he is building and what he's done with Twitter and SpaceX. And some believe he's the antichrist. Some believe he's trying to help humanity. What do you think?
0: I think with the billion dollars he got, I just saw a video the other day from when he first started. Well, was before PayPal. He's changed a lot, man. He's got, he got some good hair plugs. He's good, (laughs) good braces. Uh, Money does wonders. Do I think he's the antichrist? I, I don't know. I think the guy may have, you know, I think he's probably pretty smart with computers and companies, and he found a way for the government to give him free money. Mm. And SpaceX is subsidized by the government. He doesn't have to create it. Tesla doesn't have to create anything. He doesn't have to run for a profit. It's going to get subsidized. I kind of think he found out the hack in life. Now, is he going to use that for good? I don't think he's this great savior to Twitter. I think he kind of just put it back to... I mean, it still means not as heavy left, but it's still being censored. I I think that if somebody truly was just trying to have a down-the-middle say what you want. And Hey, some things, you know what? They, maybe they shouldn't be on social media. You want to go run your, your clan rally, like go do that somewhere else. <laughs> right, join right, right. a separate thing. Right. But that's not what people have to take it to the extreme. We can't just have a thing mm. and have normal left and right conversation. someone speak what if I just put the worst thing out there? Like nobody wants that, man. Like go, go in the woods. Well, and that's that why
1: I don't cover politics. Cause all I see is that is a division tool, to keep people as far away from each other as possible. They want you either extreme right or extreme left. They don't want anybody in the middle looking critically at either side. They don't want people coming together and discussing these things. So the division tactics on from everything, from politics to sex to sexuality to education, all these things that they're using to divide people right now, they want to keep us... F- as far away from each other as possible and coming together is dangerous for them because we then realize that we're the ones that being lied to from either side.
0: Yeah. Look at the 2020 incident. You couldn't go to places of worship. You couldn't go to your friend's house. You couldn't go to the hospital to see loved ones. Why? I mean, what are you going to talk about what's happening and maybe it's not as crazy as it says on TV. But you can go to the liquor store and go and go do that. And that was fine. You can go to rallies that happen to skew one side. that was fine. I find politics. I pay attention to the news probably more than I should. I find politics exhausting. There's not going to be this great savior from one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever's in power, they jam up the other side. They do it any way they can. And now that it's switched over and some of those same tactics are being used, but like, well, that's not the decency of society. Like, okay, both sides already ruined it. And at the very top, it's all about how to make as much money possible in insider trading, in deals for me, in deals for family and friends, companies that are being run, and just vote to get people to keep keep me in office, to get this cush job. That's nonsense.
1: There's some that believe the only way we're going to break out of this is to completely break down and destroy the system that we have already some believe that this is already being already occurring based on what we're seeing because of this we may see a level of global chaos, disturbances and disruption of people's normal lives to possibly some extremes and that would be the only way that we would even be able to tear down and start rebuilding society is to destroy this and some believe that we're being pushed to a different direction, but through a a slow dismantling and rebuilding under the guise of something that we're not expecting so that it can happen as a smooth progression. What do you see as being the next five to ten years the direction that we could be headed?
0: Chaos. Whatever the most interesting outcome is going to happen, (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if I fully support the idea that we're on this smooth transit. I mean, it's not smooth, but just this backdoor transition that we're not aware of that would go to a better place. Mm. If we are, I'd be open to hearing more about it at a mainstream level (laughs) and people really laying out the plan of like, hey, this is what's going to happen, and you know, none of this like, hey, trust the plan type of Mm -hmm. thing. Like, no one's getting locked up in Gitmo, man. Like that, that's over. It's not happening. Let it go. It seems that we are being gutted from the inside, we're being gutted from the outside, that we're possibly standing on toothpicks of pillars that we're not even aware of from how much we've been gutted. you know, I feel bad for what's ha- happening with Ukraine and Russia. I'm also not educated enough to go on here and talk about it, but they'll put anybody on TV to have this hard, strong opinion. And if you don't agree with it, then you're for the other side. But where are billions of dollars just flowing to? Like, can we just take a step back and take a deep breath and say, like, "Hey, like, what's the plan for all of this?" Because mm. it's not for some small little country. This isn't like David versus Goliath. Like, that's not that's not real, and that's not going to happen. But all you did was just waste billions of dollars, and maybe that may wasn't your intention. That's that's part of gutting us. You know, but you know, go down. I live 15 miles from Philadelphia. It's fentanyl city over there, man. You, you see, it's just very sad. Things going on that there should be better opportunities, better, better approaches for. Yeah, and, and it's not happening. And, and half, the, you know, one side wants to just scream about it and not really have a plan for it, and the other side pretends it doesn't exist, but it does exist, and we just need a better plan instead of this left and right. I think when we were growing up, people were more center, and then you occasionally just swerved a little left or right, and <laughs> one person could do both. It wasn't you like, oh, I only go right. You're like, no, like, hey, I, I like this idea. Of let's give benefit programs to somebody and like oh I I, I like this idea of strengthening our border and you kind of just circled back and forth and now it's I mean if you don't agree with whatever your state representative is saying mm-hmm. you man you should be exercised and not even an American it's it's a crazy world we live in it seems like it's by design so yeah so uh, my prediction for the next five to ten years is just more chaos.
1: Well, I think that the the only way that they will continue to perpetuate that level of chaos is fear campaigns. There's always a new invisible enemy. There's the argument right now on whether it's going to be another pandemic, climate change, or fake UFO invasion. Me personally, I'm rooting for the fake invasion because at least it would be a hell of a lot more interesting to me than any of the other things. While we're speaking on UFOs and tying it back to the nefarious global forces, could it be possible that our our global elites are not only in collusion with non-human entities, but there has been an ongoing hybridization experiment to integrate These non-human entities, whether they're non-physical or extraterrestrial or interdimensional into the human race gradually over time and have them take over positions of power. I'm mentioning this because I've heard this theory many times from different guests that tend to believe that this is what is occurring at elite levels and even amongst the general population that we are slowly being replaced By these hybrid beings, what do you think of those possibilities?
0: I think if you're talking about UFOs not being of human origin, then all that's possible. If they can get here, they want something. They want a resource. Could humans be the resource? Could DNA? Could blood? Whatever it might be, I've heard you know all these same things. Would I? Hey, are there lizard people? I don't know. Is Pindar (laughs) in the center of the Earth, like ruling all this? He could be. I don't know. I do enjoy every once in a while going down a rabbit hole. Of Again, going to these mainstream sources, you know, you go to the CNBC, the C-SPAN, and they'll show a a hearing. And one of the politicians' eyes are getting all like wiggy, like it, like yeah. the lid will flip inside and they don't even react. Like I couldn't imagine my eyelid flipping inside out and like my eye doing crazy things and not putting my hand up to push my eyelid back down. <laughs> like they just sit there and they're even blinking fast to get rid of it. Like they barely even know that it's there. Like that just sounds like that's crazy. Or like the Vatican, the, the church that church that's shaped like a serpent. Like, there has to be a reason for all of that. And there's no answers. Nobody asks any. We ask things. And people in our community ask things. But the people, in quotes, in power. the You know, the, the reporters who are supposed to be here. Hey, hey Pope, thank you so much for your one minute of time. Who designed your church? No, no. It's just like, oh, thank you so much. And, you know, yeah. Do I think there's possibility of hybrids? Yeah. I don't see why not. Could the aliens be? An ancient offshoot race, a second, a split of humanity, could be. Are they trying to repair their DNA? Possibly. I, I, at this point, I don't. I don't rule any
1: of it out. Have you, you know, interviewed? Like you have, a, to, have you interviewed many experiencers or people that claim to have been abducted? I had a, a gentleman. We were going over.
0: I'm trying to think of the name. Oh, Mage M A G E, G E. then know how to pronounce that white, In Brazil, Mage Brazil in. March of 2020, I'm sorry, it's March or May, I'm fuzzy on the facts right here. There was a UFO incident where it it was was captured on multiple cell phones and apparently it crashed. And then the military went in there and, uh, you know, roped off the area. And apparently got a firefight with the aliens and recovered the UFO. This isn't the James Fox thing. This is different. Mm -hmm. So the gentleman was on there. He starts telling me that he's been, he's had experiences with UFOs and aliens. And then he gets abducted in the astral realm. Like when he goes, he'll he'll get almost like a narcolepsy and he was in the mall and he was walking with a buddy and he he got like a narcolepsy feeling and had to sit down. And as he was on the bench in the mall, he was being abducted by aliens and they were working on him on this astral body. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fascinating. I've never heard of
1: anything like that. There's so many of these that have similarities, but it also points to this is a consciousness phenomena. This is not necessarily something that is happening in physical reality. People that have reported being taken from their bed at night night, frequently over and over again will eventually set up a video camera to film themselves. And the whole night they're just laying there sleeping peacefully. Nothing's happening, but what they remember is being taken on a ship through their roof in a non-physical way onto a ship and being worked on by non-human entities. Now to me that points to astral experiences and there are many that have confirmed that that is indeed what's happening that they are they have the ability to either access or affect our consciousness to access our to inter- interface with us in a way and make us either have these experiences to where it does have an effect in our physical reality or they want us to believe it's having an effect in our physical reality but there's many of disturbing stories that where i've heard that people are not only having the medical experiments done but possible dna or fertilization hybridization type things where they'll even meet hybrid children of theirs that are they're being introduced to by these extraterrestrials so it's all very interesting
0: i'd be interested in seeing some of those videos and then also we've done with the hybridization if that's happening in the astral realm or their consciousness how that comes to fruition at the end you know i, I find that that'd be interesting too
1: oh yeah 100 percent, and all the the experiencers and contactees that there's a bit about three or four that have actually set up the camera and watched themselves. And every single one of them was just soundly, appeared to be soundly asleep all night. And there was no disruption. Didn't seem to be any missing time in the timestamp or anything like that. So it's very interesting, but there's also a common theme in a few of these videos that there will be these orbs that are, floating by during the time period of the experience. And these are not just your typical dust balls that you see on cameras. I've seen plenty of those and I know the difference. I've even filmed my own orbs in in the house I'm in, in my girlfriend's house. And they, they seem to have some sort of intelligence to them. They're not just bugs or dust. There's something more to them. And... I truly believe that what could be happening with that phenomena links to some sort of energetic phenomena that manifests as these orbs.
0: So when you were recording these orbs, it just happened to be in the background of videos of something else you were recording, or were you intentionally trying to have a, I
1: have a night vision security camera that we just noticed one night. We had it in our room. We left and I checked the, the camera, the video and my girlfriend's house is extremely clean this was in the middle of winter in in northern colorado they had no bugs anywhere in the house no bugs outside but these translucent orbs were like swinging around the room and seemed to change direction and go the opposite way and have a sort of intelligence to them and we were watching them for about 20 30 minutes and they This was a repetitive thing. Almost every night we were able to catch these incredible seeming intelligent orbs on camera. We have some recorded. I've never really posted any of them because there's so many of these videos out there, but I do find it interesting. And it's something worth considering that there is some sort of intelligence connected to this this orb manifestation.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested. I'm going to freak my wife out by setting up a a camera (laughs) now at night. Yeah, I, it's I a $20, $20
1: camera I got from Amazon that's a night vision. It has night vision built in, and you can see these things plain as day.
0: And I was going to say that before you brought up your experience, I wonder if people just recorded their rooms at night. Oh, I, yeah. know, there's so many undocumented, and you're just not there. You're sleeping, like, you're not there, I like, to see what's happening above you or around you.
1: No, I've seen this in many different locations, even locations where people don't experience anything. I think there are subtle energies that surround us at all times that we can't pick up with our eyes, but maybe the cameras, cell phones, electromagnetic equipment can pick up these things, can see them much better than our eyes. And this is happening more than we often with photography, and it's often dismissed. But I've had professional photographers on. In fact, I've had Mr. Nick Hayes on a couple of times. And this is, uh, I highly recommend going see this episode if people haven't. He shared his screen and showed some incredible photographs. He's a professional photographer that realized if you combine ultraviolet and infrared, different types of ultraviolet and different infrared filters to the cameras, you can pick up incredible things in the sky and surrounding areas. And he has caught things like giant amoebas and things that look like massive whales and fish in the sky along with unseen craft and what seems like biological or plasma-like entities that seem to be floating around in the sky at all times. And again, those episodes are on my feed uh, on Rumble or Rockfin if you want to see the video. And it's some of the most incredible footage that I have ever seen. And he is about to put together another. He wrote a book about it called Quest for the Invisibles. He's trying to put together another one right now. He's been a little ill and hasn't been able to go out with his cameras. But I'm very excited to see what the next set, because the first set of photos he's he's got about he went over about 50 or 60 with me are absolutely incredible and i couldn't tell you what that is if this is some sort of realm that we're tapping into just by looking through his photographs
0: as above so below you know i, I find that interesting what is above us you know we, we don't really know and even the iss you know if it's up there whatever it's doing it's not that high up so you know what's above that again i don't know they they launch rockets in the sky they do this beautiful arc it doesn't goes nowhere <laughs> yeah, right? straight up. So I find all that stuff fascinating. Stuff like Chris Knowles is, is a good guest that's been on the higher mm. side chats and some of these other guys, and, and they'll break down. There was one that is that the Titan submersible imploded, then the Jeff Bezos rocket kind of went up a few days later, and he breaks down the numerological significance with that and, and different right. ancient gods that it could be reflecting. I think all of that is fascinating. There's so much more to our reality We can't see shit, man. Our eyes are terrible. Our hearing is terrible. We see in one spectrum of light. We can't hear dog whistles. There could be entire conversations and things happening next to us that we don't even understand. I I find all of this fascinating.
1: Yeah, it makes me wonder, are those being intentionally done, those ritualistic aspects that align with numerological alignments and astronomical alignments, Occult practices, occult rituals that line up with nature and reality in certain ways. Are these intentionally being put together or is this some kind of cosmic supernatural phenomenon that just occurs that the universe or spirit world is using people in certain ways that it just happens to fall in that direction? It's very interesting either way because either way it would show that something sort of mystical is at work, right?
0: I think there definitely is something. There's just something more. I think people realize there's something more too. And that's why sometimes the government comes out with this nonsense of trying to dictate what's really happening or tell you what they can do. And there's very little proof that they're doing it. I think it's just to take that connection away from people.
1: I think it's all connected in some way because it all connects to our perception of reality. And I was talking to my guest, Cosmic Peach, yesterday about how... We, what we're shown on television from Hollywood, from the media, now social media, is all pre approved and sanitized just for our consumption. It's for propaganda purposes. There is truth, always truth sprinkled in there uh, at some point. But you will never know when and that's all part of the way that this propaganda works is they have to tell us the truth about some things and sprinkle in some nonsense so that we have no idea what's really going on. And it is very interesting what has been happening with people checking out from that propaganda because Hollywood, the media, is the largest source of mind control, (laughs) basically – That the globalists and elitists have to to feed us whatever propaganda and agendas they're trying to put forward. But when people check out and they're not watching it anymore, this is going to have a major effect on what they're trying to produce for us. And I think more and more people are doing this. Do Do you have hope for that we can skew the timeline by the amount of people that are questioning reality do you see more people awakening so i think
0: that the streaming services have gotten out of the hands of what the propaganda machine would like when we were growing up i could reference a movie a tv show if you didn't see the exact episode you saw most of the episodes Mm. rarely is there you know for a time frame you start bringing up mash like i wasn't alive for mash man i don't know about it but you know you bring up the the tgif stuff like oh just see this full out full house episode oh yeah i was eight i watched it Now, I was listening to a podcast the other day. This is something that there was 22,000 scripted television shows in 2022. And then there was 800,000 choices of television programming. Yeah. Now, I I don't watch most of it, so I don't know. But unless they're all repeating the same message, it's going to be really hard to get certain propaganda out. And it seems that, you know, why would – and again, hey, that's government subsidies to me. That's why. But why would Netflix, Amazon, Peacock, Hulu, why would they all make a very similar show you know, what, what branch uh, you know, uh, how much of the people are you grabbing that actually still watch that stuff? Mm-hmm. And then the people who have, who have cut the cord, the people who are going to alternative media, you know, I think daily wires producing some media, this, the sound of freedom, you know, I don't really want to watch a child trafficking movie. I have no interest in that, but it's gotten a lot of money and then people are very upset that you're talking about something that is true. Now, is everything is, I don't, I don't know. I didn't go say it, but mm-hmm. it seems like you know, it's closer to a documentary than it is a movie. Right. But then you'll go see and see that Barbie did $500 billion, whatever it was. And it's like, <sighs> nope, all, all hopes lost, man. Like we're done.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Every time yep. I start to think that there are more people questioning the narrative on the, and on the right side of history than not, then you see something like the Barbie movie making that much movie. Now, is that another psychological operation to, to make us think that it's, Still that we don't have any hope. I don't know. It's possible. But I'm still going to check out from it. I pay as little attention to politics, mainstream media, propaganda, Hollywood as possible and try to focus on my own things. And I think more and more people are doing that. And that's going to be the key to skewing whatever kind of nightmare disaster that we're headed towards. But it is interesting. Now, let's close on something fun. We're going to tie this back to high strangeness. We talked about the UFOs, possibilities of non-human intelligences, non-physical intelligences. What about the physical monsters that have been witnessed? Creatures that are very seemingly physical, like Bigfoot, like Dogman, like werewolves, Possibly Mothman, these these swamp beings that are being witnessed, the Rakes, all these cryptids yeah, so all these that cryptids. seem to be physical in some way. Do you believe that they are hybrid chimera beings manufactured by our military-industrial complex? Are they interdimensional, coming through portals, physical? Have you had any experiences with these?
0: I have not had any experience with them. Uh, sometimes I think I want to, and other times I'm like, hey, you know what? i I come good. but So I, I live in New Jersey. We have the Pine Barrens here, and it's like a third of the state. is just wilderness. Uh, but there was major roads going up through there. So there are a couple of guys here who would do Bigfoot hunting in the Pine Barrens, and there's a large military base 10 miles from me. I find it very hard to believe that this 8-foot, 10-foot creature lives in the woods, physical being, lives in the woods. And you don't find many traces of it. Now, I went up to the Finger Lakes last year for a little vacation, and you start hitting Northeast Pennsylvania, you start hitting upstate New York. Man, it is just mountains and wilderness. Could something be in there that we haven't found? 100%. Is it Bigfoot? Again, this eight to 10 foot creature, if it's physical, I find that, I find some of that hard. Now, can it float in and out of physicalness to non physical? I think that'd be a better explanation for it. I was going to bring it up earlier with UFOs. I think the one thing with these hearings, I think it opens the floodgates for all of this stuff to start getting acknowledged that once they start with this, and they're like, Oh, we recovered. So they, uh, you know, David Grush is like, Oh, we recovered the pilots. Nobody asked, well, what were the pilots? Were, were they grays? Were they cryptids? Were they mantises? Were they, were they Nordics? Like who was a Bigfoot, but you know, is, is Bigfoot from one of these planets? Is Bigfoot
1: the, now, he called it, it non-human out. biologics, you know, the possibilities that that could be, that could be manufactured by our military if it's just a non-human biologic, but that is very vague <laughs> what he said. Oh, yeah.
0: But with him saying it, it's the non, non-human crafts. So with that, but, mm-hmm. you know, that would take it away that if what he's saying and if he believes, that would take it away that we built, you know, an AI robot or whatever it is. But mm-hmm. hey, right. it could still be. I do think this opens the floodgates as they were going through these hearings. A lot of the things that have been popular in our community were being reiterated, were being tied back to. Yeah, I, I think it's fascinating. I
1: think there's definitely... Could it be that we have such deep, dark, black projects, unacknowledged projects, that the left hand has no idea what the right hand is doing, and these hearings are investigating something that we've been working with for a very long time. And I'll just give you a little example very quickly, because I've talked about this before. In the 90s, there was a story written about—have uh, you have you read the Camellio story by Robert Guffey? No. This is so. a very interesting book. It's called Camellio, and it's just about a heroin addict, really, that— was being harassed and having illegal surveillance done on them by three certain three letter agencies is very convoluted story they claim that he stole some very high powered military goggles that were capable of all kinds of stuff he denied it they started gang stalking him they started just by following him around and it evolved to them uh, using very high tech technology very uh, advanced technology that wasn't that's was nowhere supposed to be available like cloaking technology they would send people in his house in this cloaking technology so they'd be invisible to make him think that his house was haunted they'd simulate abductions they'd send drones over that would be able to mimic ufo's and again this is the early 90s we weren't supposed to have any of this types of stuff and the government was using this to harass and surveil this one dude but the author robert guffey believes it's probably that he was some sort of test subject for a lot to to eventually roll out some of this stuff but who better to test it on than a junkie heroin addict that no one would believe anyway so it's a very interesting story. I've got C- R- Guffey coming on in about a week or so to to further discuss that. I can't wait for that. But those possibilities are very concerning to me that this has been around for that long. What does that mean they're rolling out and have already been rolling out?
0: Right. Could something have escaped that they were working on right. and then <laughs> proceed to hybrid even more?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't see that being too far-fetched. It, it, it's crazy. Things that you know, I go all over the spectrum on this. Sam Tripoli hosted tinfoil hat podcast. I'll say he has like a black belt in conspiracies. Uh, And, you know, he he can talk to anybody from like normie and all the way up that you want to start getting into, you know, like Pindar or whatever. I kind of feel like the the same thing, but some of these things, you know, I don't really talk about in public or even some of the people who say they like UFOs. I'll start going down this deep, deep, deep rabbit hole. I see how far they go and I can usually keep up these hybrids that they're they're making they're they're making pig human hybrids and you'll see all these things like coming out of China and they've talked about or they're growing human ears on on a pig for transplants. This stuff you can't control it once once you start. I think that's part of the problem, you know. And even if they're throwing dead fetuses away of these things, you don't know what it's going to do out in the wild once once it's there. I'm be very interested in listening to your interview you have coming up with that guy. Yeah, you know, that's a shame if they're psychologically torturing him like that, and that's par for the course. Well, of it's not
1: him; he's he's just the author that's writing about oh, the, right, right. the other gentleman. But yeah, right. I can't wait to hear that either. It's we're living in such interesting times, and there's so many layers of reality that is being put forward from forces that we have no idea if they have the best interests of humanity in mind. It certainly doesn't seem like it, although I get different arguments that some say that they're trying to depopulate the planet and kill us all and control us with social credit system and technocratic nightmare, but some believe that it's a forced evolution, that they're trying to weed out the useless eaters and evolve those of us who are more inclined to become spiritually advanced, which either one of those I think is the wrong way to approach any type of natural experience in this reality, but both are considerations and there are tons of considerations between that. There's tons of gray area between that I love to consider and the the considerations are endless and the possibilities are endless. And that's why we do this show. That's why you do your show. So we're living in very amazing times and Brian, thank you so much for coming on before you go, let the audience know once more where they can find all your content. And if you got anything interesting coming up.
0: Hey, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Again, I'm a wild, weird, and sometimes normal podcast. I'm on all the major streaming platforms. Just got YouTube up and running with that. You can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, all a wild and weird handle. Uh, Coming up, I have have some good people in the mix. I have some good people committed, and uh, I've only got one or two in the bag. So we'll see what's coming up.
1: Brian, thank you so much. We'll have to do this again in the future for sure. And until next time, everyone have an excellent evening. We will talk again tomorrow. We'll see y'all then.
0: All right, everyone. That was our show. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things wild and weird. Check out the links in the show notes for more information on our guest. The biggest support you can offer is to tell everyone about the podcast. Until next time.